I'm Rebecca Moffitt, president of Vanguard Charitable and your host of our podcast, The Value in Giving. Today, we are talking about trust-based philanthropy, an approach that goes beyond unrestricted granting and one that our donors and donors everywhere and nonprofits are embracing. For those of you unfamiliar, Habitat for Humanity Philadelphia is an independently chartered affiliate of Habitat for Humanity International, the largest nonprofit home builder worldwide. Since 1985, Habitat for Humanity Philadelphia has built or sold 246 affordable homes to first-time homeowners in Philadelphia and strategically partnered with more than 600 families to make critical home repairs. That's incredible. Corinne O'Connell, Chief Executive Officer of Habitat for Humanity Philadelphia. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. It's lovely to be with you and your listening audience. What a great opportunity. Well, thank you. Let's dive in today. I know our listeners are certainly anxious um, for this topic. And to start, you know, Habitat for Humanity is a familiar nonprofit among our donors. You know, in fact, when we were able to take a look at our own donor base, we saw that over the last two years, our donors have granted more than $8 million to Habitat for Humanities across the United States which is really incredible. Let's take a moment today and start by helping our listeners understand exactly, Corinne, what your organization is doing in Philadelphia. So as you mentioned in your introduction, Habitat Philadelphia, we are an independently run, you know, kind of like a franchise model. There are habitats across the United States. There's 1,100 habitats. Philadelphia, we serve the geographic service area of Philadelphia County. Um, so to the Vanguard um, individuals and families that have made contributions, right? Like it could be in Phoenix, Arizona to Habitat. It could be in Sioux City, Iowa. Um, but right here in Philadelphia, um, we have, yes, built 246 homes. We have 27 homes in progress as we speak. Um, so that is empowering first-time home buyers, often the first in their entire family to buy um, a home. It's with a 30-year mortgage, low interest. Habitat Philadelphia, ours are a zero interest mortgage. So to make it affordable. The other strategy in Philadelphia and in many of the other urban habitats is critical home repair. So looking at the housing stock in the region, right? We have a high housing stock, but it's coupled with low income folks and, and homes that are aging. So Philadelphia's approach, Habitat Philadelphia's approach is, it is a cost-effective way. Let's fix the roof, let's fix the kitchen, let's preserve the existing housing stock um, so that, you know, we're never gonna build our way, Rebecca, in it with the number of new affordable homes needed let's preserve the existing affordable housing stock so that's what we're up to here at habitat philadelphia that is um, a pretty amazing feat to take on that's for sure corinne what is the process to be able to identify the homes that do need repair so we work right now in specific neighborhoods so we try to wrap all of our services so where we're building new homes um, we wrap our repair services around that as well. So let's preserve the existing housing stock. Let's sort of rising tide lifts all boats, but you got to have a boat. So let's help repair then homes in the neighborhood where we're making those investments on new homes. 
at Habitat, we build in lower north central Philadelphia. So neighborhoods like Sharswood, Strawberry Mansion, Brewery Town. We're also in West Philadelphia, neighborhoods like Powelton, Mantua, Cobbs Creek. Combined between new construction, new homes built, and repairs on owner-occupied homes, what is remarkable is Habitat has surpassed 1,000 homes built and repaired, like surpassed and has kept going. Um, that's remarkable. And when you think about that in the space of three or four Philadelphians living in each of those homes built and repaired, you know, that's 3,500, 4,000 Philadelphians in homes built and repaired by Habitat. That's something we're incredibly proud of. And at the same time, we know we're just scratching the surface and we, our commitment is to do more and to build more, to repair more. That is a huge milestone, um, one to be incredibly proud of, that's for sure. Corinne, interestingly, um, one trend that we've noticed among our donors is the increased use of unrestricted grants. So and what that looks like for Vanguard charitable donors when they are recommending a grant, they have lots of options, right, of how to designate that grant. Um, and in this case, they would choose either have the grant be unrestricted, put it towards area of greatest need um, for the nonprofit. And um, we have seen the percentages of our grants increase kind of year over year, trending towards unrestricted. And now we're over 50% of our grants have been pretty stable of unrestricted. And to us, it's a really great quantitative indicator of how donors are shifting toward trust-based philanthropy, which we think is an incredibly powerful way to give. And so I'm just really interested in how do you view trust-based philanthropy and what are the benefits that you see from the nonprofit perspective? So podcast being an audio medium, I wish um, the listening audience could like see me doing like jazz hands and like, <laughs> oh God, thank you. So um, the unrestricted gift is the golden ticket. It is the most powerful dollar. What I you know, want to lift up and acknowledge from the donor side of things, it is an indication of, yes, like we talk about trust-based, like that donor says to Habitat Philadelphia, to Habitat Phoenix, to Habitat, you know, insert Houston, that donor is saying, um, you all are subject matter experts and we trust you to use this dollar to do what is needed to the utmost good on our end of things, right? When that gift, when that donation, when that um, donor advised fund, when we get that in that letter of intent um, to say that there's an unrestricted gift, that signals to us of, yes, we have strong leadership. Yes, we have strong impact. Yes, we have a strong roadmap. Yes, we have strong indicators to demonstrate to the donors to say, we are a trusted, proven, organization to invest in. Um, and I'm intentional in using that word invest, right? Like to the Vanguard audience of it is an investment. It, you know, I think there's even in that trust-based philanthropy of shifting away from gifts, shifting away from charity in investment. That unrestricted gift is saying we trust you to do it how you need to get the job done because you are subject matter experts feels like it's one of the greatest compliments a nonprofit can be given. Absolutely. In that we are trusted 
you know, as I say all the time here, we're boots on the ground. We're in the neighborhood. Our office and where we build is in North Philly. We are trusted to know the neighbors, the neighborhoods, the families we're working alongside to know what is needed to get the, you know, to build the house, to repair the house, to be looking ahead of what's coming in the next 18, 36 months and how to be responsive to those needs. And especially in an environment like we're in today where your needs, I imagine, are shifting right day to day and where you need to focus is shifting day to day. Having the ability to be flexible has never been more important. The flexibility and the other piece I would add in there, Rebecca, is the unrestricted dollar also allows for a bit more of a future mindset, not not, you know, 10 years from now, but it just allows for more planning that we can say, you know, like, okay, yep, we've got here, you know, we can use this, you know, move, accelerate repairs by 10% next year because trends and dollars are looking like the following, um, as opposed to, you know, sort of in that hand to mouth of not knowing. And you can't exactly build a track record. You can't really build impact without a longer runway. And so unrestricted gifts and unrestricted investment help for that longer runway and and allow for that longer range planning. Well, Corinne, that point is so critical, I think, for our donors to really reflect on. Those who use donor advice funds do so with a longer term vision of how they want to have an impact right, with their philanthropic dollars. And so I think thinking about then their own strategy right, of making this upfront commitment to um, charitable giving and being able to um, deploy those dollars over the long term and then amplifying that impact even further in a long term thoughtful way by using um, those dollars in an unrestricted way to give the nonprofit the means to then plan themselves in a long term manner to me just feels like um, an incredible equation of impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can sort of see it stacking one on top of the other. That's of right. Layering that impact. Yes. Absolutely. And so let's play this out in um, a recent monumental example as well. So you've recently received a five million unrestricted gift from Mackenzie Scott. So tell us a little bit about that likely incredible experience. And what does a transformational gift like that do for Habitat Philadelphia? How did Mackenzie Scott and her team get to know um, about your organization ahead of making such a generous gift? Well, I will tell you that is, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that is a day I will never forget. Um, I got an email that had said, you know, uh, we work with a family philanthropist who's interested. And it was like, it was somewhat of a generic email, but there was some interesting pieces in there that caught my attention. Um, so yeah, the phone call and with the program officer and, you know, both in a state of shock of listening, you know, as she says, I work with Mackenzie Scott and, you know, trying to hold space of like, is this real? (laughs) And then the other side thinking this can't be real. Um, but her sharing, you know, that they had been through our website in our 990s and um, that we had a commitment of demonstrated leadership and and said, we'd like to make an investment of $5 million, a one-time gift investment. Um, you know, I was then scribbling notes and subject matter experts and unrestricted and get capital into the hands of folks who know how to deploy it and know how to use it. She's on the cutting edge. I mean, Mackenzie Scott is leading in this space of trust-based philanthropy. It is 
unbelievable of what that type of investment, what that does here with that boots on the ground at Habitat Philadelphia. Incredibly you know, life-changing for an organization. Game-changing, game-changing, yeah. um, both then in, you know, it came within, it was a one-time gift, right? So it's she, and this is the other, she said, you know, do you want, think about it if you want to do it over a number of years or if you'd like it in a one-time gift? And I paused for a second. I said, oh, we'll take that one-time gift. Sure, <laughs> um, sure. But yeah, within a matter, I'd say it was probably three or four weeks, but like that, then the, you know, they asked for our account information and the gift was made, the gift was completed. Um, sure. We had ourselves, Habitat Philadelphia had just completed our, uh, we were on the home stretch, no pun intended, of our own $5 million campaign. We had never ever waded into those waters and we're on the successful home stretch, but it had taken us four years right of sure. lifting up our sure. donor base and inviting our donors in and they had responded generously and remarkably with unrestricted and multi-year gifts but four years of work and a call from Mackenzie scott's team um so that our own campaign was doubled within one phone call um i do say all the time to our board to our donors and to our team it is not a fluke right like that gift is not a fluke that is built on the generations of both legacy of demonstrated impact, that that gift was made because of that trust, because of that demonstrated impact. Um, but my oh my, that was a really efficient 20 minute phone call. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, built on the incredibly loyal donors that you've had for years who have enabled you, right, to continue to make that impact and um, show the research so that the team was able to see the breadth and depth that you do and yeah you know at our donor pyramid yes Mackenzie Scott that is an outlier our donor pyramid is really strong like we've got a really big base um sure and you know are working to grow that base and move them you know into that middle tier and on up uh but how I think what is remarkable about Habitat it is every single gift right so and i think that's important for your listening audience to understand as well that mm -hmm. i think some people could be intimidated and think well i'm not in the mackenzie scott realm you know my gift doesn't make right. that type of difference um and i would counter that to say not the case at all that it is it is that compounding it is the all mm -hmm. um that 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 does propel organizations forward. And I can speak at that firsthand on our level of like, it is an every, it is an all play. Every investment helps to advance Habitat Philadelphia. So Corinne, thank you so much for sharing this experience about um, Mackenzie Scott. And you to build on what you said, yes, not all of us can be Mackenzie Scott, certainly. Um, and that's why it's so wonderful to have a leader like her in this space. But taking some of those principles and the way that she approached this gift, what guidance can you give our donors in how to really build that trust with an organization? And you know, before you dig in, it might be helpful to know some of the tools that we provide our donors, because maybe they, they could be helpful. You know, our donors here at Vanguard Charitable have access to the um, Candid database. Um, Candid's formerly known as GuideStar, so some of our listeners may know them better by 
um, by that name, um, which is the organization's, um, which is the database of nonprofits that are registered with the IRS, and that has both IRS data included as well as self-reported um, data that goes to Candid. We also provide some technology tools, one specifically called NAVI, the Nonprofit Aid Visualizer, which helps our donors find um, new organizations based on geographic regions, and then we have a cause overlay. We have one for um, hunger and homelessness, actually, um, that our donors may be interested in. But in your own experience, like what have been some really effective ways that you have seen maybe some newer donors build trust with your organization to become that long-term loyal donor who's then focused on trust-based philanthropy? So we have an interesting um, or a uniqueness to us in that the volunteer angle is a great mm -hmm. point of entry. Different than Absolutely. other nonprofits where, you know, if it's an advocacy or an environmental, like, you know, but Habitat, there's a hands-on um, and we have, you know, I can, there's an example of, it comes immediately to mind where it was a family, you know, wanting to have their uh, teenage kids, like to come out and volunteer as a family and having that experience. And again, we didn't know on our end of things of where and what and capacity, what have you, but that experience and then what does, you know, that opened up what level of, oh, they made a gift and then this happened and then this happened. So if there's an opportunity for a volunteer engagement, I, I, it just, it's sort of like you're your own undercover shopper, right? Like go out and go volunteer at the soup kitchen, go volunteer, you know, go volunteer at the library, the organization that you're perhaps interested in. So, you know, without going in thinking, I'm gonna make a big gift or medium-sized gift, go volunteer. Um, go offer, you pick up the phone and you say to a development director, hey, I'd like to take a site visit or I'd like to come down and tour your organization. I guarantee you that development director is going to say yes. Come walk through, come see the shelter, come see the soup kitchen, come see the homes in progress, come see the library being built, what have you. Come tour the Girl Scouts, you name the organization. So get curious, be willing if that works for you to go take a site tour, go see, touch, feel. Um, the other in the like more kind of, you know, meet us where we're at on our phones, um, follow along Twitter, social, like that whole world, nonprofits, we're in that space. Um, you know, what are we saying? What are we retweeting? What are advocacy platforms? What have you? Um, start following along in that, um, because again, you can get a pretty good sense of capacity. You get a sense of mission, core values, um, impact. So I would say those are some uh, ways to engage in addition to the tools, right, that you offer, which I think are fantastic that what Vanguard Charitable makes available to its investors, um, because that you can look at it from a data side of things, um, certainly from on Candid. Um, you know, drive by, go park, go, you know, knock on the front door. Um, we're going to welcome yeah. you in. I love that. I think that's the perfect combination, right, of diving deep into certainly the financials. And listen, there's different financials and different impact measures that matter um, to donors. There is no one right way, right, to measure impact. And I actually love the fact that donors um, are so focused on looking at different things um, in, in organizations. 
but then marrying that with you know what is the leadership structure and how are they how are they operating what are they focused on um, really um, embracing the day-to-day -day of that organization through those volunteer activities it's like marrying that quantitative and qualitative approach in order to really get to know an organization to make that longer term uh, commitment to them so thank you for that guidance i think that will be deeply meaningful for our great. donors great corinne thank you so much for joining us today for this really incredible um, and robust discussion and something that is so important um, for all of our donors to be able to reflect on as they really think about how they are executing on their long-term philanthropic plans. I think the um, insights about trust-based philanthropy and how we can all play an important role of having an impact on our favorite nonprofit using that approach um, was so valuable. So thank you. And for more information, visit habitatphiladelphia.org. Be sure to subscribe to the Value in Giving podcast. On our next episode, we are talking about the long-term charitable impact corporations can have on their communities by leveraging donor-advised funds. We hope you join us for the conversation.